Welcome to this Nordics Info podcast. Nordics Info is a research dissemination website based at Aarhus University in Denmark and publishes material by researchers on many different aspects of the Nordic countries within the social sciences and humanities. Nordics Info is part of the university hub Reimagining Norden in an Evolving World, Renew. This podcast series is based on friends and colleagues of Nordics Info reading out material that already exists in written form on the website. This podcast is about Sami literature and gives an introduction to it. It is based on an article by Lil Tova Fredriksson. It was recorded at Aarhus University in June 2020 and is read by me, Nicola Whitcomb. A brief history of Sami literature. Sami literature's history can be traced from the 1600s and the course of this history can be interpreted in the context of important Sami, national and international political movements. Sami literature is that written by authors who are Sami, who are members of the Sami people. In this short podcast, the Sami socio-political development will be illustrated as well as the expression of an independent Sami voice through literature. The Sami are an indigenous Northern European people who inhabit the Sápmi region, an area which extends across Norway, Sweden, Finland and Russia. The Sami population is estimated to be around 50,000. Obtaining an exact population figure is, however, difficult. There are in total 10 Sami languages, Sami is part of the Finno-Ugric language group and extends across and beyond the national borders of these four countries. Sami literature in the world at large. The first literature to be published that was written in Sami was published in the northern Sami area of Sweden. The development of a Sami written language began in this part of Sápmi in the 1600s by priests and missionaries writing about the Sami and translating religious texts to Sami. The development of Sami literature and the Sami written language was, however, driven by the political interests of those holding power. In 1673, the book Laponia was published, edited by the German professor Johannes Schaferus. The Swedes wanted to refute the rumour that Sweden received help from Sami shamans to win a number of crucial battles in the Thirty Years' War. The book was a compilation of material collected by priests and their assistants from all around Sápmi and included two famous love poems written by the Sami student priest Olas Siema. These poems are the first fictional texts published in Sami. The book was translated into German, English, French and Dutch and could therefore reach a large European audience. The poems are said to also have inspired Goethe. In the 1800s, priests working in the Sami areas wrote down epic yoik lyrics on topics such as Samiland's first inhabitants and about resistance to colonisation. 
a fable on the origin of the people which tells that the Sami are children of the Son of the Sun, was written down by the Sami priest Annas Felnya in the middle of the 1800s. The text tells how the Son of the Sun travelled to the land of the giants to woo and marry the daughter of a giant, and how their three sons became stars in the sky and the Orion's Belt constellation. The development of the Sami written language was restrained from the middle of the 1800s by social Darwinism, the authorities in this period placing greater emphasis on the assimilation of the Sami population. In Norway, assimilation was promoted by a policy of Norwegianization including the adoption of the resolution in 1898 that it was no longer permitted to use Sami in the teaching of Sami school children. Sami Literary Mobilisation, a Sami political movement which included prominent Sami politicians, arose at the beginning of the 1900s as the National Romantic period in Norway and Finland came to an end. Political mobilisation began in the southernmost areas on the Swedish side of Sápmi and Elsa Laula was perhaps the most prominent Sami politician in this period. In 1904 she published the pamphlet Life or Death, The Honest Truth Concerning the Lapish Conditions and so became one of the very first Sami to publish a work. Esla Laula, later Esla Laula Renberg, wanted to make the Swedish authorities aware of the difficult conditions the Sami people lived under. Elsa Laula Renberg was a key figure in the ethno-political Sami movement at the beginning of the 1900s and was one of the organisers behind the first Sami National Congress held in Trondheim on the 6th of February 1917. This is today the National Day of the Sami people and is celebrated across the whole of Sápmi. The first books written by Sami writers. Johan Turi was a reindeer husbandry Sami who lived on the Swedish side of Sápmi. In 1910 he published the book An Account of the Sami. The first book published in Sami written by a member of the Sami people. Johan Turi also wanted to tell the authorities about the Sami people and Sami culture. In Turi's own words, I have been thinking that it would be best if there were a book in which everything was written about Sami life and conditions, so that people wouldn't have to ask how Sami conditions are, and so that people wouldn't misconstrue things, particularly those who want to lie about Sami and claim that only the Sami are at fault when disputes arise between settlers and Sami in Norway and Sweden. This quotation is from the 1910 book An Account of the Sami, but in an edition that was published in 2012. The original book has been translated into 11 languages, more languages than any other Sami book. In 1912, the short social critical novel Daybreak was published. It was written by teacher and editor Annas Larsen, who was from Nord Troms in Norway.
This was the first novel written in Sami, by a Sami. Annas Larsen also published a Sami language newspaper from 1904 to 1911. His commitment directly contributed to Isaac Saba becoming the first Sami to be elected into the Norwegian Parliament for the Norwegian Labour Party for two parliamentary periods from 1906 to 1912. Isak Saba is also the author of the Sami People's National Anthem, which was first published in 1906. The first collection of poems published in Sami was written by Peda Yalvi and called Snowflakes, and he came from an area in northern Finland. These authors are just some of the Sami literature's pioneers. Only a few Sami books were published between 1914 and the beginning of the 1970s. Ethno-political revival. A new Sami movement arose in the 1970s, its origins being in the global protest movement. Minorities and indigenous peoples demanded political, cultural and economic rights. The first seminar in Sami literature was held in the small Sami settlement of Siema in Finnmark in 1972. The seminar participants agreed that the Sami would have to start writing about themselves if the situation at that time, of all descriptions of the Sami being written by non-Sami, was to change. One language cannot live through another language. The letters CSV were launched as a Sami reference for the first time at the seminar. It stands for Show Sami Spirit in Sami, and these letters were used by what was to be called the CSV movement. The meeting resulted in the publication of a book called Written Works, in which many Sami authors published their first texts. The first Sami publishing houses were also established in this period, which led to more publications in Sami. A unique aspect of the 1970s was that many women of different generations began to write books. Sami women were, in this period, given greater opportunity for schooling beyond primary and secondary school level. A number of those who began to write literature in Sami in the 1970s attended courses to learn how to write in Sami. One of them, Kirsti Palto, from northern Finland, was the first Sami woman to publish a book in the language. The book, called Courting, was published in 1971 and is a collection of short stories. The first Sami children's book was written by Mary A. Sombi, who was from Siama on the Norwegian side of Tanadalen. The book was published in 1976 and it was translated into Norwegian with the title Amul og den blå kusinen in 1977, Amul and the Blue Cousin. The most well-known Sami author is Nils Aslak Velke Appa from Finland. He was a multi-talented artist, lyric, poet, composer and artist. In 1991, he was awarded the Nordic Council's Literature Prize for the book Solon Min Fa, The Son, My Father. The Sami original contains poems and a series of historical photographs 
of Sami from throughout Sapmi. He and many other Sami authors represent a diversity in artistic expressions and use this in their literary production. Other authors from this generation are Rauni Magna Lokari, Jovna Ande Vest and Sunuva Persson. Some of Lukari's poems, like poems by the poets Karen Anna Bullio and Ristin Soki, have been set to music and sung by the famous Sami artist Mary Boyne. This has led to an even larger audience being reached. The Sami authors born in the 1960s and later are part of a generation that does not bear the burdens of previous generations, having benefited from the social political movement which began at the start of the 1900s. They are also part of a generation where many had the opportunity to learn to read and write in Sami at a young age. Many of this generation who did not learn their mother tongue as children also want to learn Sami. Much of this process has been due to new school legislation, Sami teaching in schools, a global consciousness among indigenous peoples and the Sami political movement. Some of the writers representing this generation are Inga Marie Akio Arianik, Siri Brock Johansson, Sigbjörn Skoun, Anne Helen Lestadios, Maret Enna Sara and Nilas Holmberg. The struggle for the Sami language is important for many of the Sami authors. Unlike many indigenous peoples around the world, most of the Sami authors write in their mother tongue. Our language is seen as being our most important bearer of tradition and knowledge and is also important within Sami literature research. Language is in many ways a source of power and identity and can, according to the lyric poet Sinuva Persson, be used by the author as a means of power for touching the innermost in the reader. One major inspiration for the writers who write in Sami is to be able to express themselves in their own language in relation to their own culture and to be able to tell their own stories. This gives a feeling of being Sami and a collective feeling of belonging, something which has been a key aspect in the blossoming of Sami literature. The great diversity in the artistic expressions among Sami authors is also an important part of the Sami way of living. Using and developing different skills is part of the Sami way of coping and becoming a harmonious person. The three pictures in the article have the following captions. The first is the front cover of the Sami written works from the 1970s. And the caption reads, this volume was a result of the first seminar on Sami literature in 1972, where many Sami authors published their first text. The premise was that one language could not live through another language. The second picture is Elsa Laura Remberg, who was born in 1877 and died in 1931. She was a prominent Sami politician. The next caption is a young Niels Aslak Valkipa, perhaps the most famous Sami author of his generation. The next picture is a culture jamming image created by art collective Suo Pantera from 2013. Suo Pangyata, the word on the poster in the picture, 
can be roughly translated as lasso arm. The mobilisation of Sami continues today in different ways. This podcast was the third in a series where friends and colleagues of Nordics Info read out material that already exists in a written form on the website. It was recorded at Aarhus University in June 2020 and is read and produced by me, Nicola Whitcomb. This podcast and Reimagining Norden in an Evolving World, Renew, are both supported by Nordforsk. If you are interested in hearing more, please visit the website Nordics Info.